Legal Thoughts, Coleman Jackson, attorney and counselor at law. Welcome to Immigration Thoughts. My name is Coleman Jackson, and I am an attorney at Coleman Jackson, PC, a taxation, litigation, and immigration law firm based in Dallas, Texas. Our topic for today is Immigration Matters You Ought to Know About. How to Get a Green Card Under Immigration and Nationality Act Section 245I. Other members of Coleman Jackson PC are Ulyssa Molina, Tax Legal Assistant, Raina Munoz, Immigration Legal Assistant, Leonie Gatedra, Litigation Legal Assistant, and Myra Torres, Public Relations Associate. On this Legal Thoughts podcast, our Immigration Legal Assistant, Raina Munoz, will be asking the questions and I will be providing the answers to this very important immigration topic immigration matters you ought to know about. How to get a green card under Immigration and Nationality Act Section 245I. Hello, attorney. Welcome back to another Legal Thoughts podcast. I have a few questions for you today regarding how immigrants can adjust status under INA Section 245I. So my first question is, what is INA Section 245I and who qualifies to get a green card under the INA Section 245I? Good morning, Raina. Raina, let me first explain what Section 245I is, and then we can discuss who might qualify to adjust status under this provision of the Immigration and Nationality Act, or INA. Section 245I is a section in the Immigration and Nationality Act that was amended in 2000 by the Legal Immigration Family Equity Act, LIFE, that's the LIFE Act. Under the LIFE Act amendments, Section 245I permits certain immigrants to apply for adjustment of status inside the United States, regardless of their prior violations of U.S. immigration law. For example, number one, immigrants who entered the United States without inspection, can sometimes qualify to adjust status under INA Section 245I. Number two, immigrants who have worked in the United States without authorization can sometimes qualify to adjust status under INA Section 245I. Number three, immigrants who have failed to continuously maintain lawful status since their entry into the United States can sometimes qualify to adjust status under INA Section 245I. In a nutshell, Section 245I permits certain non-citizens to get their green cards inside the United States rather than going through consulate processing in their home country. The intending immigrant must pay a penalty fee and meet certain other requirements. The last time I checked the USCIS fee schedule, think the penalty fee was about $1,000, in addition to the normal Form I-485 Adjustment of Status Application Fee. Section 245I ended April 30th, 2001, but due to the LIFE Act grandfather provisions, many immigrants can still benefit from INA Section 245I today. Grandchildren, for example, can be grandfathered on approved I-130 petitions filed years ago 
on behalf of their parents' parents. This is truly a family affair. Immigrants must know their family histories in terms of immigration petitions with regards to this INA Section 245I provision. The main benefit of Section 245I is that immigrants do not have to travel back home to their home countries to get their green cards. They can do everything right here without leaving the United States. Sometimes immigrants attain their green card through their U.S. citizen spouse, but use their parents or even grandparents approved I-130 to grandfather them under Section 245I so that they can attain their green card inside the United States without traveling to the consulate's office in their home country and go through consulate processing. Rainer, immigration professionals working with Section 245I cases are like puzzle solvers. It's truly like putting a family puzzle together to accomplish a great thing, family unity. That is what the old Life Act was all about to begin with, reuniting immigrant families inside the United States. Attorney, this is a marvelous option for potentially lots and lots of non-citizen families that are hoping to receive their green cards without having to leave the United States. Can we now talk about who is eligible to adjust status using INA Section 245I? Non-citizens who desire to attain their permanent residence or green card under Section 245I of the Immigration Nationality Act must satisfy all of the following criteria. One, be the beneficiary of a qualified immigrant petition, such as Form I-130, Petition for Alien Relative, or Form I-140, or beneficiary of an application for labor certification filed on or before April 30th, 2001. That's April 30th, 2001. Two, we're physically present in the United States on December 1, 2000. If the immigrant is principal beneficiary and the petition was filed between January 15, 1998 and April 30, 2001. Number three, a currently the beneficiary of a qualifying immigrant petition through which they can be grandfathered on application for labor certification. Four, properly filed Form I-485, Application to Register Permanent Residence or Just Status, and Form I-485, Supplement A. Six, be physically present in the United States at the time of filing Form I-485 and Form I-485, Supplement A. Seven, a visa must be immediately available to the intending immigrant. For example, they are the spouse of a United States citizen, and but for INA Section 245I, they would have to go through consulate processing to get their green card. Number eight, be admissible to the United States or eligible for a waiver of inadmissibility or other form of relief. And finally, number nine, warrant the favorable exercise of discretion. In other words, immigration benefits are discretionary even when the immigrant meets all of the prerequisite criteria. This fact is always true in immigration law. Immigrants are admitted based on discretion, not right. The government, the United States government, has the right to deny any immigrant admission to the United States at any time. 
Attorney, you mentioned that INA Section 245I is based on a prior petition that was filed on or before April 30th, 2001 for the principal or derivative beneficiary. Who is a derivative beneficiary for purposes of INA Section 245I Adjustment of Status Proceedings? Yes, indeed, Raina. I most certainly will explain this very important legal term because that gets at the heart of what I was saying earlier about the family puzzle that INA Section 245I requires immigrant families and their trusted immigration counselors to engage in putting together. That's the puzzle. A derivative beneficiary would be the spouse and children, unmarried and under 21 years of age, of the principal beneficiary at the time the petition was filed for relationships before April 30, 2001, while the petition was active. To simplify this, if an immigrant was under 21 and unmarried at the time the petition was filed, they would still be eligible to adjust status under INA Section 245I. This is true even if the derivative beneficiary is now married or otherwise is no longer a child as defined in immigration law. By the way, a child in U.S. immigration law is defined as a person who is unmarried and under 21 years of age. Just consider the example I mentioned earlier. The immigrant who is without lawful status in the United States, their EWI, came without inspection, getting their green card through their U.S. citizen husband's petition. In other words, they've gotten married to a United States citizen. Now, they're using, she's using her grandfathered I-130 filed by her grandfather for her mother to adjust status in the United States under INA Section 245I. This example I've just posed describes in a nutshell the complexity, the puzzle, and the opportunities that abound for immigrants who can use INA Section 245I to adjust status inside the United States without the need of going, them going to the U.S. consulate's office back home to get their green card and go through consulate processing. Let me just say, INA Section 245I is a very complex immigration topic. The Legacy Immigration Memorandum going back to 2001 applies to adjustment applications processed under INA Section 245I. Families who think they or some relative might qualify to get their green cards through this provision, INA Section 245I, need to consult with competent immigration counsel. Thank you for that extremely important uh, information and caution for immigrant families who might be considering or might consider adjusting status. Attorney, this is indeed an immigration topic many of our immigrant neighbors ought to know about. My next question is this one. What are some examples of the grandfathered petitions immigrant families might search for to see if their loved ones filed a petition for their mom or dad or somebody years ago? The following types of old petitions, that is, they were filed years ago, 2001 or so, there were approvable when filed on or before April 30th, 2001 should be the types of petitions immigrant families might search their family records 
to see whether INA Section 245I might work for them now. They are as follows, types of petitions. One, I-130 petition for alien relative. Two, I-140 immigration petition for alien worker. Three, I-360 petition. For example, self-petition for Violence Against Women Act or VAWA. Next, I-526 immigrant petition by alien investor. Finally, labor certificate. Please remember that these petitions had to be properly filed, signed, submitted to USCIS or immigration authorities that was in authority at this time. It wasn't USCIS back in 2001. With proper fee and dated on or before April 30th, 2001. This is a critical point. The petition must have been approvable when filed as of April 30th, 2001. Not necessarily approved on or before April 30th, 2001. This, I think, has been a very important immigration topic. Families must be familiar with their immigration history to fit the puzzle pieces together, which is the INA 245I Adjustment of Status process. Attorney, thank you for talking to us about immigration matters you ought to know about how to get a green card under Immigration Nationality Act Section 245I. Our listeners who want to hear more podcasts like this one should subscribe to our Legal Thoughts podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever they listen to their podcasts for more taxation, government contract law, litigation, and immigration legal thoughts podcasts. Everybody take care. Read our taxation, government contract litigation, and immigration law law firm blog at www.cjacksonlaw.com. Coleman Jackson PC is located right here in Dallas, Texas at 6060 North Central Expressway, Suite 620, Dallas, Texas 75206. English callers 214-599-0431. Spanish callers 214-599-0432. Portuguese callers 214-272-3100. This is the end of Legal Thoughts for now. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to inform you about immigration matters you ought to know about. How to get a green card under Immigration Nationality Act, Section 245I. If you want to see or hear more taxation, government contract, litigation, and immigration legal thoughts from Holman Jackson PC, stay tuned. We publish these podcasts about every two weeks. We are here in Dallas, Texas, and want to inform, educate, and encourage our communities on topics dealing with taxation, government contract, litigation, and immigration. Until next time, take care.